Hey there, business animals. We have such a treat for you today. This one is really meaty too, because Tara and I both love this subject. As a matter of fact, we love the subject so much, we're going to do a part two to this episode because we think there's so much here to share. So today we're going to be talking about loyalty, referral, social promotions that really turn your customer base into a sales team. And it does it in a way that is a really advantageous for you and for your customers. So it gives them an opportunity to earn things in your business. And it also gives you an opportunity to earn more business, which is already kind of pre-sold, which is <laughs> where we all want to be. So Kara, tell us about Terry. Terry Cage is our special guest today with Terry Cage Photography. I got so excited about the subject. Terry is amazing at this. She's got an excellent program that we wanted to highlight. And she's going to talk about that. Tell us about Terry and tell us about um, what we're going to be learning today. We're going to jump into the episode soon and we'll do an introduction to Terry. But Terry and I have chatted and we've shot together several times. And one of the things that I really admire about her photography program is this amazing client rewards loyalty program that she has. So as the kickoff to part one of this topic, we wanted to have Terry come on and just talk a little bit about how this works specifically in her genre, which is equine photography. So we want you guys to dig deep into this episode and listen for three things, our big three that we think can be really easily pulled out of this episode. The first one of the Big three is create a program that rewards brand loyalty and makes it a win-win for you and your existing customers. We also want you to listen for ways that you can create a customer-based sales team to expand your social reach and your referral network. And finally, the third thing to listen for is mindfully recruit your customer influencers for your social promotion programs who represent the customers you most want to have. So this might be, you know, a geographic location that you want to work in, a specific target market, or a specific social network. It could be anything along those lines. So we really hope you guys enjoy this episode and look for part two coming soon. Absolutely. With no further ado, Terry Cage and Kim and Kara. Welcome to the Business Animal Podcast. Saddle up for a gallop to the top of the animal industry, where you'll learn how to tame your wild business beast with tips, techniques, and tools that will take overwhelm to obedience school and have you wagging your tail with joy. And now your hosts, Kim Beer and Kara Taylor Swift. Hey there, business animals. I'm Kim with Be More Business. And I'm Kara Taylor Swift with Fast Horse Photography. And today we have a really special treat for you. We have our guest expert, Terry Cage from Terry Cage Photography with us. And I'd like to first start by introducing you to Terry, and then we're going to talk a little bit about a really interesting subject. So I'm going to kind of tease that. Terry has some amazing loyalty programs that she has put into place with her customers, and they help her grow her business as well as retain customers. So you're going to want to hang on to learn from her expertise, but first let's get to know her a little bit. So Terry Cage is based in the small town of Ponder in North Texas, very close to the heart of horse country. She is a lifelong horse lover and owner. She started her photography business with an emphasis on horses and especially people with horses. She works with breeders, trainers, horse families, and seniors. She spent countless hours studying the behavior, movement, and confirmation of horses and takes pride in making you and your 
horse look the best. Terry is available for a wide variety of photo sessions, from large farm shoots to more personal sessions showing the horse and human bond. She has a degree in fashion and design, which helps her choose the best fashions and colors that complement each other for each model. She is the mother of four grown children and shares her life with her husband, four canine companions, and a small herd of horses, which is apparently a growing herd of horses. I first met Terry, and I think Kara did as well, at our Equine Photographers Network retreat in Douglas, Wyoming at the Powderhorn Ranch. And uh, it's been a blessing to see her every year at that particular event. Yeah, Terry's always the one at the event that um, the first year that I met her, she spent part of the time just kind of momming me. Like she knew that I needed someone <laughs> to just grab me and tuck me under their wing and show me the ropes. And I've stuck next to Terry, I think, for the last, how many years have we gone back and been there together now, Terry? Four or five. Something like that. It feels like it's yeah. been four or five years. Yeah. And I think from that, it's become a, an awesome friendship. And I've enjoyed learning from you and even mentoring with you some, you know, spending some time with you doing some mentorship stuff. So welcome to our podcast, Terry. Thank you for having me. Let's just go ahead and jump right in. Terry, I'd like to hear a little bit about what motivated you originally to start your business. Boy, I mean, photography has been around in my life, all my life. My dad had a dark room, even though he wasn't a very good photographer, I've come to learn as I look back at his stuff now, bless his heart. But when I was in high school, I was really into art. And I think that kind of helped my photography too. And I wanted to draw my own horses. So I asked my dad to teach me. So he taught me how to use the camera and everything. I went out and photographed my own horses. And I discovered that I kind of liked that. So I took some photography classes. And, you know, I had kids got married. I kind of put it on hold, did the corporate thing for 20 years. After 20 years, I was like, I can't do it anymore. I need to go back to something creative. So I pretty much went in cold turkey and started my own business 11 years ago. That is how it started. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me something, Terry. Tell me something you're really proud of that you've accomplished within your business. And I know you have a lot of things to choose from. I am an introvert, okay? So what I'm really proud of of myself is I've come out of my shell quite a bit and I've learned to connect with people a lot better. I can actually talk to them without thinking, oh, they're, they're going to think really bad of me. You know, they're going to think I'm just, just this weird person and everything. So I think it has really helped me come out of my shell. I'm still an introvert, but I can function now. So... <laughs> I think that's probably really reassuring to a lot of our animal-based business owners because I think a lot of us are introverts. And to see someone successful like you out there teaching classes and speaking and at events and working with clients every day, that's nice and reassuring that you are an introvert at heart, but you know that you have to push yourself and get out there. What would you say is one thing you wished you'd known when you started your business? More marketing, definitely more marketing. I really kind of wish I got somebody to mentor me in marketing early on. Uh, I think I would have increased my business a lot faster. When I went in, I thought, oh, I just need to be a good photographer. I don't need to know anything else and the business will come. Nope, that's not how it works. You've got to know how to market. I think that rings really true to a lot of us out there. Like we come to this business, we love what we're doing. We like our work. We're good at what we do. But if we don't have the ability to put ourselves out there or the know-how on the back end to do the marketing, to have our, you know, website and our, have our SEO in line and to get our email marketing lined up. Like no one's going to know about us. What does it, Kimmy, always say about the loudest 
the loudest person out there. <laughs> yeah, if you're talking to everyone, you're going to not get heard by anybody, I think is what you're aiming for. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah. It, niching down and knowing who your target market is. Yeah, exactly. When I first started out, I was trying, I did families, I did weddings, I did babies and things I was not enjoying. And I was trying to market to so many people and it just didn't work. And then once I narrowed down to horses and, you know, the people that belong to horses, and that's pretty <laughs> much how it is. But yeah, once I narrowed it down, boom, it started working for me. You know, that sounds very familiar. Kara and I talked about that on the very first episode of the podcast, and she had a similar experience where she had done some weddings. And so this brings to question for me, not in, not in a discussion in this podcast, but uh, who exactly is taking pictures of babies? <laughs> Do they, all of the baby photographers out there are going, yes, we want to convert to horses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Terry, that marketing expertise that you've gained, that's one of the things that we really want to talk with you about because I think you do a lot of innovation with your marketing. And um, I know you have one program and I kind of want to talk to you specifically about this program and then we can add in other, other tidbits of wisdom as we go along. But you have a really unique program for garnering social proof for your business. And as a photographer, and, and we did an episode on this not long ago, so if you didn't listen to that episode and you're listening to this one, go back and listen to the social proof one, because it really does talk about this incredibly important part of marketing, which is developing the referral network and social proof and getting yourself out on social media. So tell us about your model program and where you offer um, some incentives for people to provide social proof for you. By the way, that social proof episode was awesome. I loved it. I listened to it twice now. But yeah, with the classes that I teach, I really do stress social proof. So that's a very important thing. That being said, I am an introvert. It's hard to get out there socially for me. So I've developed a method to have my models get out there for me instead. I still post consistently. I may not interact that much or anything like that. But what I do is I have model calls and I actually have like what I call my model team. And I use a Facebook group to host my models. And whenever I have something I want to do a model shoot with, I just post on that Facebook group. I have 143 models on there. They may not be all equestrian. They might be high school seniors. They might be high school kids. They might be horse owners. So whatever I need, I'll post and say, hey, I want to do a shoot for this. Now, what they do in exchange for me is they get a free shoot. They get discounts on any product they want. I give them several web images to use, and they need to post. And when they post, they have their own special hashtag, so I can see they are posting. So you're referring to posting on social media, Terry? Yes, correct, social media. So when they post something like an Instagram and they tag me, they also put a little hashtag. The more posts they make and more hashtags they make, I do give them complimentary items, either digital items or print items or even another session. So what you're doing is you're allowing them to earn some swag and some stuff from you, which is an amazing gift for them, right? And they're pushing your name out in front of the world. Exactly. I think it's ingenious, Terry. I, I am over the moon excited about how you've constructed this. It's a win-win-win situation for everyone. You've created a world where, where they get benefit from it, you get benefit from it, and then the people that come into your program get benefit from it. It's an amazing opportunity. It's so much like, you know, nowadays we have 
are social media influencers. And I've almost been tempted to rename it instead of models, my influencers. Like we talked about on our social proof episode too, you've got people out there that are consumers and they're looking for a service and they're going to be more likely to access a service that is coming with high reviews from their peers, from people that they know, people that they're comfortable with, that they see online and they already follow, then they are going to be just meeting a business online and then deciding to trust it. So it makes a lot of sense. Your equine-based business has unique needs. It's your job to tell the story of your horse brand. You know what you want to say, but creating or finding powerful storytelling images that grab the attention of your ideal client can be a challenge especially when you're busy running your business. That's why equine industry business leaders turn to Fast Horse Photography and a library featuring thousands of searchable images available for businesses just like yours. And guess what? 100% of those images are horse related. Now finding the right horse images for your website, social media, and all your other needs is easier than ever. Find the perfect images for your equine business right now at fasthorsephotography.com. That's FastHorsePhotography.com. So Terry, talk to me about your models for a minute, because here's the thing. We say models, and I think as equine photographers, we all have a pretty good concept of what that is. But what you're doing is you also have a pretty extensive stock catalog, which is photography that's available for purchase for business owners and, and for other people. And so when you place a model call, it's either something to add to your portfolio or something that you're wanting to shoot maybe because somebody has requested that type of image. Is that what you mean by models? Correct. You know, it might be something I want to practice, you know, especially during the slow period of time. It gives me a great opportunity to practice new ideas, keep my mind fresh. Do you offer the same program to your other clients if they go out and they push Terry Cage Photography or they talk about your brand or they post online? Yeah, I have a referral program. It's not so much as pushing. I don't require them to make a hashtag or tag me or anything. I ask, you know, I, I say tagging is appreciated, but it's not required. But I do tell them that if somebody comes to me and say that we're referred by you, I will gift them something, a print, a digital image. If they are somebody who bought everything that needs to be bought, you know, I've sent Kendrick Scott gift cards. I've sent Starbucks gift cards. That's awesome. It's a nice way to say thank you. When I have clients that, you know, leave reviews for Fast Horse, I always give them a big personal thank you and send a little gift of acknowledgement as well. So I love that because it is people, they have, they're going out of their way to show loyalty to your business, you know, so that makes a lot of sense. And the more that you can do to encourage that, it sounds like you're trying to do that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I also do, you know, talking about reviews, I do encourage whenever I do a delivery, I send, a, you know, my Google My Business link where they can leave a review. I think that helps quite a bit. How would you say that this model program or this loyalty program has really changed or benefited your business? I think what it does, it's just, it's social proof out there. It's got my name out there. I have people that recognize me when they hear my name. They're like, oh, we know who you are. It's a boost to my introvertism, I guess you would call it. <laughs> it's nice being out there. So because they're seeing you in more and more places, the likelihood that when the time comes that they're ready to book a session, you're probably one of the first people that comes to their mind. That's the goal. 
Basically, you have converted your customers into your sales force, which is an ideal situation in social media. That's really the way social media should work organically is for your customers to become that sales force for your business. And I think it's sharp. It's it's a great way to do business. And and for our listeners, this is not just for photographers. You can take this same type of a loyalty program, social proof program, and apply it to just about any kind of business that's out there. Like Terry said, it's not always credits for prints. You know, sometimes it's a Starbucks gift card, or sometimes it's other things that people can earn, maybe time or special access to you or, or a service that you offer or or, you know, fresh information or training or, you know, heck, a whole ton of different things can happen that you can utilize to encourage your customers, again, to become your sales force. And as an introvert, that's a that's a smart way to do business. <laughs> yeah, when I first started out, well, and still now, I think referrals are a huge part mm -hmm. of where my business comes from. There you go. Because I like to stay local. I do travel a little bit, not much, but I do like to stay local. There's plenty of business in this area for me. So referrals are extremely important. And I do really like to stress to my clients, hey, you know, refer me to your friends. I'll help you out, you know. At the boarding facility that I use for my dogs, every time I refer a new client, I get a free night. Just a, an example of how if you think about it from the perspective is how can you reward, how can you thank your existing clients that are already loyal to you, that are already committed to get out there and talk about you or share your information, you know, how can you do that? So I think Kim's absolutely right. This can transfer across any animal, pet, or equine-based business? I believe it can. I do have a lot of repeat horse trainers that I use, and I go once or twice a year to their barn and do their clients for them. So they have me come back. Because I do give my trainers an hour free session every year. Terry, would you say that you see the same people a lot repeating coming back to you as a photographer because this program helps them stay loyal with your business because they know they can earn rewards? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of an appreciation. Like, thank you for having me come back. Yeah. And another center of influence where a lot of your people are congested at these barns Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, barn managers, barn trainers, barn owners are a huge influence. I want to keep them happy. I can see that transferring, too, to some of the, like the equine dentists, the farriers, those businesses, those equine chiropractors, those businesses that they go to the same barn all the time. And, you know, a lot of times, I mean, when I've been in situations where I've had to, like, board my horse somewhere, a lot of times I'll ask them, can you tell me, you know, who's a good farrier? or, you know, who's a good equine dentist here. And they've got someone on the tip of their tongue that is already coming out that they're already using. So they make that recommendation. I mean, that's a another example of that loyalty there. So it makes a lot of sense that you would think about accessing that center of influence there. And that's building your network. That's building out joint venture partners. It's building out people that support your business and that can be your sponsors for other people. So networking is a great big part of that. And the fact that you've grown your network so well in this, I want to take you back a little bit and say, how did you get started? What were kind of the first steps you took into this program to get it off the ground? I kind of learned from the senior model rep program that senior photographers do. 
use. And I kind of made it into something that works better for me. I think there's a lot of different ways you can use it and you can kind of mold it to however it works for you. You were the first photographer that I've ever spoke to that had the hashtag program where you were using the hashtag and then you were able to then kind of tally the number of times that they had mentioned Terry Cage photography and mentioned, you know, that they had a shoot with you. And then you were able to kind of tally that, you know, on the back end. So I was, I thought that was really cool. Hashtags were just the easiest way. I remember trying to figure out a way for these models to keep track of what they do. Obviously, like Snapchat, we can't do that. It's kind of on your honor system or the stories. We can't keep track unless I happen to see it, you know, because they tagged me. But, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, the hashtags work very, very well. Well, pretty much more Instagram than Facebook. Yeah, they're a little different on Facebook than they are on Instagram, a little bit more ingrained in Instagram. So other than social media, are there other tools or software or things that you utilize to help facilitate this program for you to keep track of things or to offer rewards? I actually require them to keep track of it, not me. So Smart. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would be too much of it. It's kind of on your honor. And, you know, I pretty much know that, yes, they've been posting or they haven't been posting. I'll look at it every once in a while and everything. But yeah, that's a requirement that they have to keep track of it, not me. Any other kind of software that you're using other than social media? Just my website, word of mouth, boots on the ground. I love to send out thank you cards, Christmas cards. You're going to love this, Kim, because I've been listening. Email marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Email marketing, yes. I hope my enthusiasm, just email marketing enthusiasm everywhere. That's what I would like to do. I am looking into the text marketing because, boy, it works on me. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? It's because it gets your attention. It gets your attention because it's not everyone is driving is blowing up your phone quite yet. Talk to me a little bit about how you recruited your first few people for this program. You had to start somewhere, and I'm sure it kind of snowballed from there. I actually just posted on Facebook. This is before Instagram really was popular. And I got a lot of people from that. You remember the days when you would post on Facebook and everybody saw it, you know? So (laughs) that's kind of what happened then. So yeah, when I would post a model call, I probably got over 100 replies easily. You know, now you might get 30 or so. First, they have to fill out an application on my website. I refer them to that. And then if they fit the bill, I invite them to my Facebook page. I found in programs like that, sometimes there has to be a couple of not necessarily hoops to jump through, but you're trying to really weed the people down that are going to be serious about being a part of that loyalty program. So giving them, like you said, an application and then a couple steps to follow just to ensure that they understand the process and they read everything that they need to read so they know what they're supposed to do can be super helpful. And it kind of weeds out the people that are just looking for free product or a free shoot or you know some kind of um, free merch and they do have to have social proof they have to be out there they have to be good ambassadors for the terry cage brand which is smart Every small business owner wants to gain traction in their marketing. After three decades of working with small business owners just like you, I have developed what I call my 4x4 marketing method. In just one 90-minute session, you'll discover the four major focus areas of a successful marketing plan, and together we'll uncover where your business is getting stuck. You'll leave the session with an action plan of next steps that engage your revenue engine. Drop by bemorebusiness.com to request your session today. That's B-E-M-O-R-E, business. Dot com. See you there. If 
you were to give a piece of advice to somebody who wanted to institute something like this in their own business, what would you tell somebody who didn't have anything in place yet for a loyalty or a rewards type of a program? Where would you tell them to start, Terry? I would probably tell them to start to look for somebody that has a good social media following. They post regularly and ask them, go out and ask them, say, hey, would you like to be in my model program or my loyalty program, whatever you want to call it. Would it be someone within your network already that you've worked with before? Or are you actually talking about looking within your geographic area, looking for people that are, so for you, it would be that have horses and that might be interested in photography, but already have kind of a social proof status out there and a decent following? Yeah, I would actually, you know, go like, say if you're wanting to to shoot a lot of paint and quarter horse and Appaloosa, you know, the stock horse breeds. So say I wanted to branch out maybe into something else that I'm not covering, like maybe the hunter jumpers or the dressars or the barrel racers or something. I might try to find somewhere there with somebody that's very influential in that category and try to find that. Like recently, I realized, you know, I live in a small town of Ponder and I realized I wasn't getting any of the high school seniors in my area. So I reached out to one in my area saying, hey, I want to get somebody that will help me out in this area to get my name out there a little bit. So you were strategic at that point about the, your location and thinking about who is in this area that would be a good fit for the program. Correct. And it also gained me somebody to help take care of my horses when I travel. So. <laughs> a bonus! A bonus! Yes. <laughs> that networking bonus! <laughs> So let's talk about people who maybe have a loyalty program out there that they're doing and they maybe want to up level to something like this, where it's a little bit more formal with maybe the Facebook group. I love that idea too, by the way, so you can communicate with the people that are your, your customer, your citizen sales force out there in the world. Is there something that you have learned in the, the doing of this particular program that would help somebody up level quickly. Pretty much just, you know, get somebody in there that, that does a lot of stories and they might do some behind the scenes and really promote you. Do get some type of contract with your models and specify out what you need to have done. Be pretty specific on what you want and what the outcome is with them. Don't just go, hey, I'm going to go shoot you and why it could benefit both of you. You need to let them know it's going to benefit them just as much as it's going to benefit you. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of work that goes into you know, as the business owner you're taking, especially if it's something that you're going to do specifically for the purpose of having them talk about your brand. There's a lot of work that goes into that on your end and a lot of time that's being taken that could be put towards something else. So it really makes sense that you would want to be real strategic about that person that you choose or people that you choose to work with and sit down and talk to them about, okay, here's a list of things that I ask you to do outside of the fact that you're looking for somebody that has an, you know, in your case, you're looking for someone who has an amazing social presence and they seem to enjoy that process. Like they want to be on stories. They want to be putting out reels and doing behind the scenes stuff and being in front of the camera and chatting with their friends and sharing with their friends and tagging their friends, you know, all of that's essential. So that's pretty cool. That makes a lot of sense. You got to use your time wisely and make every one of those connections worth the investment in time. And I also like the communication. I think that it's wise to have a really nice outline of this is what I expect. This is what I anticipate you're going to do. And how can I help you be successful with that? Yeah, a lot of them who want that are really out there on social media, they want these pictures. They need these pictures, you know, for their own 
benefit too. And I tell, I tell my models, you know, I put as much effort into it as you're going to put into it. So if I show up and the horse isn't groomed, I'm not going to spend as much time with them. And I tell them up front too, and if I show up and they don't want to wear anything I bring, because I do have lots of clothes that people can borrow, or they have something that does not meet what we talked about or anything like that, I kind of let them know, well, I'll, I'll do the photo shoot, but this is not what I have envisioned. It sounds like you're very clear on the expectations. So Terry, this is one of my favorite questions that I love to ask. At the end of this episode, we want for folks to be able to walk away with something that they can do, like immediately. So what would you say is one thing that an animal-based business owner could do today in regards to this topic to move their business forward? Write something down. Write a plan down. Get a contract in order. Find your model and implement it. Don't keep on going, oh, I still need to do this. Don't stand on the fence. Implement it. So get off the butt, right? Like get started. Last episode, we talked about getting off your butt. We don't mean B-U-T-T. We mean the what's holding you back butt. And that's that's huge. So sometimes you just need to say, okay, I'm going to, I know what I want to do to some extent, and I'm going to just get somebody and get started. So it sounds like you're telling people, like, if you think this is something you want to do, put together a little plan and just get started. And write it down. Write it down. Writing it down is so important. You can go back and look. Your memory starts to fail you after a little while. And the older you get, the more it fails. (laughs) From personal experience, I can tell you. Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And like I said, I think this is an amazingly innovative program, which is why we love knowing Terry Cage. You're very welcome. Thank you for having it on. And I can't wait to see y'all in a few months. Just a few months from now, we'll be in Wyoming together. I'll be prepared for you to mom me and bring all the snacks and shuttle me around again this year. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm driving, I'm driving this yeah. year. So. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and claim my spot in the, in the SUV. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> I'm riding with Aaron. What happens in Kirby stays in Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hi, Aaron. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Business Animal. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you learned something today, leave us a review. To learn more, find us at thebusinessanimal.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep your business well-trained with The Business Animal.